This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Well, hello. You are listening to the Blue Monday podcast, actually on a Monday. This is a weekly audio show looking into exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Monday with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes informative but always irreverent hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a blue Monday. What's up, Dave? Yeah, feeling quite sad really after you said that because I think <laughs> with the with the with with the pod actually being back on a Monday, that is officially, despite what everyone else says or everyone else does, that is officially the end of the festive season. <laughs> Podca- podcast reverting back to a Monday. <laughs> we, we've re- we've reverted to time. If you've been out on your push bike, Dave. Oh, I did today, mate. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, I was quite energetic today. Did um. Did your butt 75, hurt? 70, uh, chamois cream, Ben. Chamois cream and a. Uh, <laughs> I won't ask and, what that even is. And some lycra. Um, I did seventy-five k today. It was good. Forty odd miles out to Thorpness and Oldbrough. But and it's back, like, and they got it's... they got poxy puncture about half a mile from home. I thought a front wheel, so not too complicated, not not shitty back wheel job. So I thought, right, shall I? Nah, I'll just pick it up and. Uh, Pick it up and sort of try clip clock and be cycling shoes with the yeah. Anyway, I won't go into detail it's with like, that. Um, half my home. But well, isn't that the price you well, pay for doing like the lazy man sport where crap. the bike does half your work for you? Doesn't talking it? crap, talking okay. crap, aren't you? Talking <laughs> shit, absolute horseshit. Um, can, can we put this out to the <laughs> listeners? What's more what? annoying, Dave talking about golf, Dave talking about cycling, <laughs> or Dave talking about cricket? Or, 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 or actually, or Dave talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at football. Um, yeah, I'm good at cricket. I'll, Ian will tell you. I'll, slower ball will tell you. I'm really good at talking about cricket. I'll let you. Um, I'll, I'll let you win the um the, the cycling thing just for preparation when we talk about only fools and horses. But uh, anyway, oh, yeah. Back to our but, schedule. Talk, just on the subject about cycling, just quickly, and I haven't. No one yet, cares, Dave. I'm, Yes, they do. They will about this because it's, it's relevant. It's relevant to the pod and the football club. I'm doing a. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. For it's for prostate cancer and. Uh, oh, now I look. It. Now I look stupid, don't I? Yeah, good. You should do. You should do. <laughs> it's prostate cancer 
and the um, and the friends of the Ipswich Academy, and it, it's, it's a tour of Suffolk. Um, I did. I mentioned before. I did the Amsterdam here to um, or Harry to Amsterdam. So Stratford to Amsterdam ride a couple of years ago, and this one is a tour of Suffolk. And I think there's several town public. Uh, um, Russell Osmond's doing it. Terry Butcher, Mick Stockwell, who we saw yesterday. Matt Holland, I believe, is doing it. Titus Bramble, I think. Um, ran about the middle of February, so I will be putting up a just giving uh, sponsorship page if any of our kind listeners would like to take a look at that and. Um, and contribute. I will. Um, I have, should have that up and running by this time next week. So I'll be able to give you the details then. Thank you. Plug over. Yeah, I, I look silly, don't I? I, I obvious, yeah. yeah I, obviously, I'm. I'm really behind um, Dave's cycling for <laughs> prostate cancer, and but not for not cycling in general. <laughs> well, if it's if it's for prostate cancer, then yeah, fine. Prostate but, cancer, and um, and the uh, some of it goes to the ITFC Academy. Okay. Lovely stuff. Um, Tom, Thanks, Ben. Tom Turnbull says, nice work. Great, like the dedication to re-record this is after last week's disaster. <laughs> Daryl says, um, when we put it up, an hour left in my drive across, across Florida. Oh, yeah. Perfect time. Yeah. Go, go away, Daryl. Terrible. Yes. Um, yes. Beacon Bauer says, gay curler. <laughs> Who said that? Who the hell said that? Uh, some, well. some homophobe. Um, yeah. 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 Troll um, desperately for that. Yeah, so, and if you listened last time, um, obviously I'm a professional musician of, you know, quite some yeah. repute. Dave tried to argue me, with me about a musical theme thing. Yeah. And if you listen back, he was, be- he was really sure, really adamant. Um, he, that, I still am. That the, <laughs> what? <laughs> that the, <laughs> the theme tune at the, this sounds like That's... a debate between like Richard Dawkins <laughs> and Bill O'Reilly, you know. Where he's just adamant that God exists, and Richard Dawkins is just head in hands. There you go. Um, <laughs> that the beginning and ending theme of Only Fools and Horses, which which are different, that is a fact now that we've checked it. Um, I think I think I will I will give you that. I think the first one is I guess it's called Why Do Only Fools and Horses Work, and I believe that the the outro is might even be called Hooky Street or something like that. But see, it is you different. know, you know, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It just caught me on the hop. I just thought when you set up, man, that's the same. It's the same. Yeah, but but the, but the thing is, Dave, you were so strong with your yeah. um with your mate, argument that you, mate, you frightened you start, me into thinking I was wrong. Is that not mate, the actions of a, Dave? Is that not the actions of a bully? No, it's not a bully. No, it's the actions. Yeah, once you come out with this stuff, and clearly I thought halfway <laughs> wrong. Shit, I think I might be wrong here. I've got to see it through. Though. I'll go and see it through. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's not the actions of a bully. It's the actions of a comedian. We hope. Yeah. Um, a silly man Jake Burns says it's two separate songs your lad better get that box set out for your lesson hashtag team Ben Uh, Paul Sparrow (laughs) says at Benjamin Bloom is correct Justin says smashing job to get this out but Ben I have to ask did you get your laptop from Del Boy by any chance (laughs) that's a dig of both of us isn't it that's a right dig that one Um, Dave if you saw if you went on our Twitter timeline during the week I I kind of made it explode because I got asked to justify my three-five-two fetish. Um, there's way too many to read out because everyone just told oh. me how stupid my team was. Um, but what I tried to do, Dave, was come up with a three-five-two for next season. Um, I was trolling a little bit, I have to say. You know, um, you know, you know, your big, your big error was obviously leaving out the uh, the skews. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Um, so I put the team up on the basis that Dave told me about two years ago that Berra was going to leave this season 
and that yeah. Lawrence is going to go and sign for Hull or something after they've been relegated. I, sorry, let me just put the bat in there. Actually, I was under the impression Berra had left already. Sorry, <laughs> go on. Yeah, there's a difference between <laughs> checking out and leaving, isn't there? Um, yeah. So I had Bart in goal. I had um, Smith the left of three centre-halves, Webster in the middle, because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think he'll stay now, now he's having a really Crap. bad January. Yeah. <laughs> Now he's and rubbish. I think Chambers is going to re-sign. He's going to be the the third centre back on the right. Yeah, I got um, some stick. Got some stick um, for that. I had the young um, boys, Emmanuel and Kenlock, who everybody loves. Um, mm-hmm. And this was the bone of extension. I had Brew and Bishop in midfield on the basis that I think Bishop, with the right mentoring and uh, coaching, mm-hmm. could be mm-hmm. quite a lot better than. Um, Skews in the in the central midfield position. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I had McGoldrick off Pittman and Sears. Um, mm-hmm. get, uh, w- did I deserve all the stick I got, Dave? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> Skews is the fulcrum of the. No, I mean I I saw a good one earlier. Someone posted one earlier, and I don't know who it was. Maybe in the last day or so. This is quite an interesting one. Um, saying, well, well, this is assuming that uh, well. well Assuming Chambers has gone, reason she's not pick Chambers. So it's Bart in goal, two young lads at uh, fullbacks. Um, is this a four? Is this a four-four-two, Dave? This is a this is whatever. I can't. I'm trying to work this one out. Decide. Um, Bart in goal, Emmanuel Kenlock fullbacks, Webster and Smith centre half. Skews playing in front of them with a slightly advanced midfield two of Bishop and Ward. This is a very open side, if you ask me. And with McGoldrick playing behind Sears and Pittman. But that's assuming we are going to sign. We we will make some signings. She'll tell me we will make some signings between well, now and, some and ne- next season. Some people will probably leave as well. But it's all good yeah. fun to play. Although it is. Um, yeah, he's subjective. Te- teasing me with the three-five-two. I think we've had a forty-five against Fulham. You had a, a taste, didn't you? you had and a, taste a forty-five of it. against QPR. So we've had ninety minutes across two matches a week apart. And obviously, when we get into the FA Cup game, it's going to disappear there. Um, speaking of Ian, he sent us a link of John McGreal holding up the um, <laughs> yeah. the manager of the month manager of the month award. Um, where, where, where has John McGreal appeared from, and why is everybody talking about him now, Dave? Just well, yeah, just just form, isn't it? I mean, they were really struggling. I mean, if you look if you look back in well, back to November, perhaps mid November, maybe even later than that. I mean, they were like. Hurtling, no form at all. I think no wins in about 12 or something like that, or very few wins in about 12 games. And literally, they were like fourth from bottom and that probably had the worst form of any side in League Two and like hurtling towards, um, you know, um, non league oblivion, which they have been down there before. And then um, <laughs> suddenly, uh, yeah, yeah, and suddenly they just strung like seven wins out of eight and another thumping, I think 4 1 yesterday, was it? Yeah, the big um, Carlisle 4 1. Yeah, 4 1. And then now, I think they're sick. They're in, literally gone from there in the space of, I think they've won six, won six and drawn one, someone will correct me, something like that, of the last seven games. And they're now, I think they're in sixth, they're now in a playoff spot. And does that does that put him in the mick out as um, heads above Jim Magilton? So, oh, no, I don't think so. I mean, let's see. No, I mean, and I think that, um, let's see, let's see how he gets on, you know, end of the season. This is his first, Full season, I believe. Was he? I think he may have been appointed towards the end of last season. I may have that wrong, but this will be his first full season. Um, so let's see. I mean, yeah, his stock will certainly rise if he 
you know, drags them up and gets, you know, gets promoted. I haven't looked at League Two. I'm not sure they're sick, you know, how, how far behind they are from automatic, probably a fair bit. But um, it's a great run. And um, I think he's got some good young players in. He's, he's one round lad who, funny enough, I mentioned the cycle ride that I did to Amsterdam. Well, this young lad's parents were on there, Frankie Kent. I met his mum and dad, really nice people. Um and they were saying his he, he, their lad Frankie Kent was uh, was in Arsenal's academy. Not now. your lad Jordan. Not my lad Jordan. And he's now um, I think he's now coincided with this run. I think he's now playing sweeper for him. I sweeper. Saw. Um, I John, think sorry, he's playing, John McGrew plays a sweeper. I believe he plays he plays a, in, a, in like a sweeping role. I believe he does. Does I'm he so think he's Rude Hullet or something? Well, I don't know. Some cult you <laughs> fan out there will no doubt correct me and say, don't be stupid, Dave. So I don't mean that, do I? Back. I mean, does he think he's Glenn Hoddle? Glenn Hoddle played Rude Hullet at Sweeper. Oh, God, Glenn Hoddle. But, but Glenn Hoddle Glenn... played himself at Sweeper at Swindon. <laughs> You're probably a bit young to remember that. I don't know if you are, but Glenn Hoddle, I saw Glenn Hoddle play down here at Sweeper for Swindon. And just... Well, I just said that. Uh, I don't know. Did you? I did, yeah. Yeah. He took him to and Wembley, he... and I remember seeing the final against Bolton. He scored a free kick at Wembley as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was just different. He was like radar. I mean, you know, he's just picking the ball up off the off the goalkeeper. He's like he's like quarterback basically, and spraying like forty, fifty yard balls everywhere. Obviously, that... to feet every time. That's why people love this podcast, Dave. We were completely focused on John McGreal and his link to Ipswich Town, and then we just started talking go? about. Glenn Hoddle Glenn. playing sweeper for Swindon. Yeah. Glenn Hoddle. And I'm sure we can get a Marcus Stewart mentioned in there somewhere. You've done it. Sure. Good work. Yeah. Good work. Good um, work. E- even more ridiculously, do you remember Gukhanajad who played for Charlton? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I um, ITF. You, you want to know what he's been up to, don't you? I, I certainly do. <laughs> because. Um, he, hasn't, he hasn't joined IS, has he? Um, ITFC Alex has tweeted uh, footage of him scoring one of those trendy scorpion goals for Heronveen. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, great. Okay. In, where's that? Holland? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're probably, I, I forget what he's called now, but they're probably Holland's in, he's probably playing in Holland's Premier Division, I guess. I think Heron Lee now, probably. Okay. I, I've got no idea, but um, was it, nice little but, blast from the past. He, he It, it wasn't was it, as sexy as um, oh, no. Giroud or Mikatarian. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it it still. was nice to see his name come up, wasn't it? Um, Dave, yeah. there's rumblings on the internet. Our um, <laughs> our economics lecturers um, have, have submitted a plan for a live event. So this oh, could actually it. happen. I'll put it out again. If we get enough interest, and we've had probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 three, three. Oh, no. okay. kind of likes and retweets yeah. and things about well, well, doing a live show. Um, I'm quite friendly with the people at Isaacs, actually. Um, so I'm sure I could get us a room at... Isaacs and they could do a beer deal so if you are interested in a live show probably the Sunday night after the last game of the season after the last last game game. will be on a Sunday won't it yeah it usually is yeah we'll make it quite late if people are coming back Um, then we've got then we've got the playoffs obviously though Ben don't forget (laughs) quiet (laughs) silence (laughs) I've silenced him good god (laughs) Um, if we get enough interest, once Dave's stopped being a nincompoop, if we get enough interest, um, we'll do a little live show and we'll see if Statman and uh, Graham from Naked Footy are around. I'm um, sure they'll love it. 
I just didn't. I, I just thought his, his ticket pricing was a bit off. Two pounds? Is that we were two pounds? Davey's an he's an economics lecturer. He, yeah, he knows yeah, the numbers, doesn't he? He's got a spreadsheet. Yeah, he's he's worked it out, hasn't he? What I did love about that was he said, um, "Yeah, Ben could be there with his keyboard, opening with the only fools and horses, Steve, and also ending as it's the same song." <laughs> he didn't say that at all, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. What? So he said it was the same song. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. You I like, think it was tongue-in-cheek. I think it was tongue-in-cheek. It's not the ben. same song. It's a different song. Bush, 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 Bush. That's how bush. it all started. Shepherd's Bush, wasn't it? We were talking Get about the tax, though, It's all your fault. Yeah, right. Um, but I like that. Shall we go to um, Portman Road? And, um, well, I was going to call it Lincoln. Oh, since Ro- since, since Lincoln occupied it on, yeah. on Saturday. First thing we have to do here, Dave, is say a big thank you to Pat at Source One, who yeah. um, we tweeted some pictures out. Dave and I got the VIP treatment in the Premier Lounge and in the director's box, but Certainly did. only because of Pat and the wonderful Source One. And I know he listens, so thanks, Pat, and um, I hope you had fun at Millwall. Thanks, mate, for all your uh, um, and Source One for all your office-based solutions. Absolutely, absolutely. I believe I believe he did. Although, um, obviously, we know why he was there. But um, yeah, that, that didn't. Well, we'll get on to what happened at the actual game, won't we? Didn't pan out well for Bournemouth and Tyrone, did it? Um, no. First of all, Dave, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you Lincoln City's last five home attendances. Okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Three thousand nine hundred and seventeen. <laughs> Three thousand three hundred and forty-four. <laughs> Uh, 7,012, I think wow. that was an FA Cup game against Oldham. Oldham, yeah, yeah. 6,335, mm. 5,148. Um, so this was actually pretty awesome, wasn't it? I drove into, we had to get there early for our, um, you know, ridiculous meal and eight courses or whatever we were having. So I yeah. came down into Ipswich, down London, Canna, London Canna Road. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I phoned Dave because I was stuck and the police stopped everything. And um, I was like, oh, God, there's been an accident. We, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be late. And I sat there and a um, coach came by. And I thought, oh, that must be the Lincoln team bus. And then another coach came by. And then another one. And then another one. And then another one. And then, you know, when it starts to just starts to get funny and you kind of look back and all you can see is coaches and you look forward again. And all you can see is coach. I think every coach in Lincolnshire that was possible for hire was on London Road at one point. So there's about 20, 25 coaches come down there. And then I took evasive action and went round past the station hotel. And God, Dave, there must have been 500, say, Lincoln fans in the, at drinking outside in the car park and whatnot. I felt that it really had a kind of the, the the area had a real buzz and a kind of big match feel. Yeah. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, you're right. And apparently it was uh, yeah, there were loads. You know, as, as much again, or probably more, all, you know, all around them. Um, you know, the Punch and Judy and Cardinal Park and stuff. It was absolutely heaving. Yeah, it's real, real kind of special, great. special great. day. It was, uh, did you at any point have a sense of that's what it's like to have fun at the football? Yes, I did very much so. Yeah, they've been sort of few and far between recently, hasn't it? A little bit of jealousy there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave, 
I don't know, you predicted a team. I don't know if you can remember it, but this is the team that Mick went for. Um, it was Gherkin in goal, Knudsen, Berra, Webster, Emmanuel. You got all of them I right, got, didn't you? I got, I got that right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lawrence, Dizel, Brew, Ward. You had Dougie in, didn't you, instead of Brew? I did have, I did have Dougie in. Um, no, maybe actually, it's taken apart just as well. Maybe instead of Lawrence, actually. Okay. And Sears and Pittman, you had Best and Sears, did you? Or Best and I did, because um, you remember I said, with the, with the aborted pod, pod, I said Varney, who left the next day. So, yeah, it was um, I had Best and, um, yeah, Freddie up front. So, um, obviously, it's transpired that uh, David McGoldrick on Friday at the training ground uh, pulled his groin, Dave? Well, they're saying, some have initially said groin, and I think I read somewhere that it's possibly hamstring. Um, and then again, I think I read somewhere that he's, he's out for two weeks, but he's having a scan tomorrow, so that's probably more of like a month. <laughs> and apparently, Knowing his unfortunate uh, history with injuries. Okay, we'll do a bit more of that when we preview the Blackburn game, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, Cole Skews and Luke Chambers have, and I quote, swollen knees. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you rubbing your chin? Um, in Chambers' case, maybe a little bit. That sounds like nonsense. It sounds like he wanted to give them both a rest, get them both out, and swollen knee. Oh, but, you know, you know when you have swollen knee, you get a knock on the knee and it stiffens both, up. and it's Both players? It's, well, possibly. But, swollen yeah. knee? Oh. <laughs> 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 well, it's a bang on the knee, so your knee swells. You know, it sort of gets tender, it swells up. Okay. Um, be careful. Be careful what we're getting into here. It stiffens up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I didn't. I well, I didn't have Chambers in there anyway. Well, I didn't have any, either. You know, my team, I didn't have have them either. Either of them in anyway. Um, you're right. Maybe you know, Mick wanted to rest them and to not aggravate the fans with. Mind you, <laughs> would the fans have been aggravated if he said I'm resting Chambers and Skews? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> so um, you know. Kenlock obviously got injured at QPR, didn't he? We knew that. Yes, yes. Um, So, uh, the other interesting thing that occurred, Dave, is that Ipswich were first on on match of the day. Well, they they were, but the other interesting thing for me, and I guess it shows just how thin our squad is, all right, who we got out long-term, Hyam and Smith, who would be contention, but... Jesus, the bench, which more of which will come on to after the game. But um, they had Pat Weber. I don't think. I, I think. Yeah, I may have recall hearing this somewhat. Seventeen-year-old left back signed from Worthing at the end of last season. He was on the bench. Obviously, the only left back as cover for Knudsen. We had George Fowler, nineteen-year-old central defender or right back. Adam McDonnell O'Donnell, uh, <laughs> who who has played obviously in League Cup games, and I think he played at Derby last year. Um, and Shane McLaughlin, 19, a striker, and Ben Morris, you know, the sort of prolific under-18, under-21, under-23 striker, who was 17, along with Bart and um, and Dougie, so an incredibly young bench, and I just think, you know, with those players out we mentioned, and obviously McGoldrick we mentioned, um, and along too long-term, just shows just how thin our squad is. Can I, I that's <clears> great, <throat> that's great insight and great research, can I just say the caveat to that is, if there you know, if this is an emergency, let's be honest, Skews and Chambers, they're fit. Ben you would be recalled um, from yeah, the emergency uh, loan. Digby's a very good point. around, uh, I've heard, isn't I, he? 
I think I heard Brenner um, saying, or someone's, or, or maybe GMAC saying on the, must have heard it yesterday at some point, um, sort of saying, look, if it was an important league game, such as Blackburn coming up, which yeah, is an important game, yeah, it, the, the feeling was that yeah, Chambers and Skews would have been declared fit. But I take I take your point about the squad. Mm. Um, shall we get into the action, Dave? Yeah, go on. Do you want to go first with a um, just set the scene for anyone who wasn't there about how this ground actually looked? The ground was amazing. So I've never, yeah, you never ever see it like that again. So the 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 Sir Bobby and Sir Alf stands, North Stand and Churchman's do the uninitiated. Um, <laughs> they were both the top tiers were closed of those two stands. Um, and it made, it was quite good because I think the bottom, from from recollection, the bottom tiers were pretty full, I think, pretty much at each end. And bloody hell, Lincoln just had the whole. We 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 had the question about the the plush bit in the centre of the of the cobalt stand, didn't we? I wasn't sure about that, but um, and I didn't notice that. But other than that, and they could well have had that. They had the whole of the upper tier. It, it looked incredible, didn't it? And it, what a great atmosphere! What an absolute brilliant atmosphere! Because I think yeah, it, it got in, it did get in our players' heads, though. I think I think it did. But if you look game. at you look at some, and we'll get onto the game. Um, what did I see? Cardiff, Cardiff played Fulham. I think today at five thousand one hundred there. Wow. At Cardiff, you know. So yeah, we could have drawn a Cardiff, and yeah, we probably wouldn't have got ten thousand. I doubt. I know Cardiff are quite well support. They bring support away, but you know, a Rotherham or someone like that, for instance. Probably would have struggled for 10,000 there yesterday, or if that. Um, sure, sure. Fantastic. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant support. Credit. Absolute credit. Um, and they took the lead, Dave. Do you want to dive in on this one? What, like our midfield? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a good play. I think it was, I'm, I'm not sure who supplied the cross. I think it was Nathan Arnold who got the ball. I thought he was good, good, quite good throughout. Yeah, it was Arnold, Fair, yeah. But, Fed the cross out. Was it him that fed the pass out wide for the fullback, or did not, did Arnold cross it in? Actually, no. Correct me on that. Yeah, what happens is Reed, um, our sixteen and a half stone forward, who he's, was a, he's up, a lump, wasn't he? He flicks it on actually to Robinson, who ends up scoring the goal, and he plays he, it out. He plays to it to Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And I've got to say, we said it. We said at the time. I said good cross, good goal. And you know, we we're watching it in you know in time. Um, one touch, and it was, and I think you you said, oh, no, it's poor defending. But then I think when you saw it, perhaps after the game or at half-time, you thought, no, it was a good ball. The ball took out Webster, took out Ferrer, and he couldn't really miss. I don't think there's any fault of Girk in there, do you? Not at all. No. What's your, what's Great your, ball what's your read on Nudson there? Because I, I, I thought Nudson was okay, because Arnold had literally one touch, and he crossed it around him as well. It was a really no, good cross. No, he did. No, he's, well, you, I don't think you can defend that. I don't think you defend that. It wasn't, wasn't yeah, okay, if you say he wasn't touched tight to him, but no, someone, he didn't get done. He didn't get the, you know, he didn't, the guy didn't push the ball and run past him. Great grub. You know, it was, it was like, a la, you know, in days that have gone, gone by, a la Beckham, really, gets the ball out of his feet and whips it in. Great ball with pace. Look, we don't do um, and Robinson continued his run. Really good goal. I forgot because Robinson, after Reed flicked because Robinson was the initiator passing out wide. So he made up a lot of ground there and his momentum carried him into the, well, he wasn't very far out, six, seven yards, and um, he couldn't really miss. Great ball. Good goal. Um, I know McCarthy said something about, you know, poor defender, but I'm not so sure. I think it was a good ball, that one. Well, listen, I've got two whinges, as I always have. The first one's a fairly obvious one because Webster. Um, 
I don't think Webster's having his best little period at the moment. Obviously, we're really high on him on the podcast, but he no, he's not. He he's really, not. really lost Robinson for that goal, and you pointed out he chewed out Emmanuel, and Emmanuel nah, was was fine. He was running Unless, with his wingman, wasn't he? The only thing, the only thing I could think he could chew Emmanuel was for is perhaps a lack of communication, basically saying you know on your shoulder or you know be but aware. Dave, but I think the bigger picture here is so read the big donkey massive centre forward stands 40 yards from goal and Berrow goes out to challenge with him now in my small minded tactical brain either if the centre forward goes out that far you stick a midfielder on him and win the second ball or if the centre half's going to go up to him you bring the whole back four up don't you yeah, maybe we were deep. I don't think yesterday that... Um, you certainly don't... Sorry well, to cut you off, Dave. You certainly don't bring one centre-half way out and then leave a kind of no, back I, three. I think, I think I agree. I think... And your initial point there... Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't think yesterday it would have been a fair fight passing um, Reed on to either Brew or Dezel. No, I'll give you that, yeah. That wouldn't have been a fair fight. So... Yeah, do you know what I think? And, and we'll get to the second goal as well. Yeah, there's just been a and and very much a QPR goal as well. We know, certainly the you know um, certainly the first one, second one as well. You know, they just don't seem to be playing perhaps as a as a pair how they were perhaps a few weeks back. Yeah, I I, I agree. And there seems to be a lot of kind of little blonde moments at centre half. <laughs> We've got two blonde centre half, so that's I guess quite quite Relevant. normal but yeah um nice for um nice for Lincoln to take the lead although it was kind of crazy Dave I remember us saying before the game I kind of hope they score being they've bought all these supporters and then when yeah, they yeah. scored I was like okay this isn't funny <laughs> this is not this is not funny at all this is like getting you know year 11 yeah. at school getting beaten up by year 8 you know I don't yeah yeah, yeah, not yeah. um anyway that lead only lasted for 5 minutes um square ball along halfway tom lawrence intercepts inside his own half dave what happens next he gets a bit lucky doesn't he he sort of beats one man and um he gets challenged and he does get a break of the ball but from then on i've said it before running with the ball at his feet he is lightning and and it was <clears throat> terrible defender really they did to be fair no one really came and engaged him all right he drifted past one no one really came in and engaged him. And even when he got to the edge of the box, again, no centre-half really came in and engaged him. He just knocked it out of his feet onto his right foot. Yeah, fairly strong shot. But the keeper, who I thought, and we both said, we, we, you know, looked shaky throughout the uh, game. He was rubbish. Just, yeah, he was rubbish. Yeah, just, just went through him, didn't it? Under him, through him. Yeah, poor, poor goal. From their, from their point of view, poor goal. But great from Lawrence, you know. He, he, he took the ball by the horns. And, um, yeah, really, really, um, really great run. But... Yeah, he perhaps should have been should have been stopped. I don't think he'd have perhaps got away with a, a similar goal like that. And although what he has done, it, we're talking about Sheffield Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I was going to say in the championship. Yeah, look, at the, look, at the, look at the finish though. <laughs> the difference in the finish. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah. A, Sheffield Wednesday was a quality goal, wasn't it? This one was a bit. The end was a bit soft, but great run. That's what we need. And you think, okay, five minutes. That's the way. One one. Put them back in their little box. Shut them up. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. You patronise well, you know, no, no, it's terribly patronising, and I don't mean that because they are fantastic. But you know what I mean. Shut, shut, you know, shut the. Well, you weren't going to shut the away support, whatever. You know, fantastic. But yeah, regain momentum and let's let's push on half time. Get another goal. The interesting but, thing I found, Dave, is that the only time they really looked like 
fifth tier teams was in in those goals. And I mean, fair enough. Yeah, you're right. He got lucky. He took three guys out in midfield with that bounce, but he surged away from them. Um, it's amazing. It always amazes me how one footballer can run quicker with the ball than one can run without it's it. Amazing. It's amazing. It's incredible. But the centre half. Oh my god. So the first centre no. half does this weird kind of slide as if to block a shot <laughs> before he shot. Yeah. There was no yeah, shot to block. The other one he tries to turns, his, it. turns his back. No, so then doesn't. when he turns back to face him, the shot goes through his legs. And we're not just rounding on the keeper for this because we were kind of, we kind of spotted it. And that he refused about three back passes. And the um, the defender, you can tell when defenders don't trust their goalie. And it, it, I, I don't know. I I thought I, I sent a tweet out after the game that I think with a with a different goalie who just had a standard six out of ten game. I think Lincoln have won that game, haven't they? I think you're probably right. Yeah, they didn't really trust him, did they? But we didn't really play on that, did we? we um, didn't have the opportunity to. Long goal kick forward. <laughs> this time it's Robinson uh, with the flick on. Hawkridge pounces on it. He plays in Arnold, um, who runs across from the right wing. Uh, to join the attack. Uh, Knudsen followed him well, and he's on his weaker foot, tries to put the left foot shot across the goalie. If Knudsen's not wide awake and he passes him on there, um, Arnold's clear in on goal, isn't he? Dave? Yeah, good, good, good save from Gherkin, I thought, that one. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the second half. Um, ball won by Webster on halfway. Tries to do his lovely stepping out, but has a horrible touch. Gives it away to Hawkridge. He has a little surge forward. Nice ball in behind for Arnold. Um, again, it's Knudsen following him from left back. He did join the forwards well, didn't he? Uh, Gherkin out quickly. And I mean, I'm he... sorry, this was a Gherkin save I meant actually. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. This is, yeah. yeah. And he gets he a little to, kind of prod to, at it, doesn't he? Yeah, he tries to prod it past him. Yeah, good, good, good save from Gherkin. He came out really well there because he had, other than the goal, he had little to do really, did he? Um, Bizarrely, Gherkin gives <laughs> Brew a bit of a hospital throw out. Brew. Gives the ball away to Habergram. Um, he moves forward. He crosses like an in-swinger, left-footed. Um, Webster, oh, yeah. Webster loses Robinson again. Um, any, any, any touch there, that's, that's a goal. Yeah, he runs in front of Gherkin's line of sight, yeah. jumps for the yeah. ball. And yeah, if the ball Mate. changes trajectory that that's close that's to it. the goalie, it's in. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, with a pace. good Because I, I didn't think it was much of a cross. Then as it ended up, you think, wow, yeah, that's a good ball. Yeah, and I mean, literally any touch, it just had. You just need to alter the direction slightly, and yeah. you screwed yeah, the goalie, haven't you? Um, see it all the time. Nice work down the right, um, Emmanuel to Ward to Lawrence. It goes into Sears' feet. Quick turn, left foot. Oh, shot. great sir, great sir. Yeah. yeah, left foot shot goes just wide. Yeah, really place. good effort. That what? was the best. That was the best of him yesterday. That was the best thing he did all day yesterday. Yeah, great turning shot. Yeah, unfortunately, as much as I love Sears and Pittman, they whether whether it was a uh, supply thing, they yeah, I think so. Pittman was today. Pittman was just getting so frustrated, so frustrated. I mean, the time I saw him ball out Nudson a couple of times. Um, yeah, but we said yesterday, you made a really, really good point yesterday. You said, you know, you say. The team hasn't got many characters. Probably Pittman is one of the few, isn't he? Well, I think that's important, don't you? Absolutely. You know, where's he sort of heart on his sleeve type sort of guy. And, um, a bit of personality yeah, on the pitch, yeah? And, yeah, personality, absolutely. That's what I was getting at. Got, got a personality about him. But um, And, yeah, I, I think he was right. I mean, it must be so frustrating for someone like him who is an out-and-out goal scorer that, you know, give him a service, he'll score goals. But, 
Yeah, again, yesterday you got precious little uh, precious little service yesterday. But that was whether that was down to us, I don't know. Lincoln were very solid, weren't they? Um, let's go to the second Lincoln City goal, um, which, um, judging by the bits I've just read out, wasn't really against the run of play, was it? Um, Not really, long, I don't think. Not be, at that stage. Be, before you describe it, one thing that annoys me about this goal, before we even start, is there was <laughs> at least five seconds before the goalie took the goal kick where Reed moved into position and Robinson moved off him. And everyone moved. You knew exactly where that bloody goal kick was going. It, was, it wasn't like it was a quick goal kick taken. Anyway, keeper takes the goal kick, Dave. What happens? Do you know what? This, and I think it's just a similar goal, or a completely different angle, but what a similar goal to the QPR first goal, Silla's goal last, last Monday. Absolutely, almost identical. Otherwise, it didn't come for a throw. But Berry gets caught under the ball again. And can only really divert it goalwards. Robinson has made a good run. We said Morrison had taken up a good position. Sorry, Robinson, Morrison. Robinson had taken up a really good position. And I've got to say, again, like Sid, what a great finish. First time volley over, over Gergen. I saw someone on the forum actually say perhaps Gergen was a bit of fault for that. He had no chance with that. No chance. No, and also, yeah, um, how is he supposed to anticipate that his centre-half no, going ahead of that there? You can't. Very, I mean, we've, we've seen it, you know, who did a similar um, you see that sometimes Gerard, remember Gerard against uh, Uruguay in the World Cup you know just got caught under the ball okay it wasn't Theo Robinson it was Luis Suarez that caught him out, who probably still had quite a bit to do if I remember there but um, yeah very similar didn't you not think very very similar yeah, yeah. To so the your argument your argument is dead ball Berra gets in the wrong position heads, well, it, see, heads it into a dangerous place and stitches up everyone else and the striker dives straight in and scores. Well, he's, yeah? he's just, yeah, really, he's just, he's just, is he, is he pushing up too far? Does he not give himself enough, enough room? Does he not? Is he trying to end again a bit like Jared in the World Cup? Is he trying to anticipate something? I think. Steal a march on Reed. I think Reed. that Reed gave him a pretty hard game, and Good. there's exactly a, what I was going to say. Yeah, a little element of trying to be a little bit too physical, and it's very rare for you to see. Where normally, when I see an opposition player want to go 90 minutes toe-to-toe with Berra, I'm like, okay, good. You're going to no, lose. That Reed, yeah. that Reed had a bit about him because for, for his size, again, he had, he had pretty good movement, didn't he? He wasn't totally immobile. And, um, oh, he was, Christ, really, he, was... he was really slow, but <laughs> once he planted his feet... Um, and <laughs> I always remember um, Niall Quinn as well. It was the direction of the headers once he'd won them, you know, that type of thing. He was His flick-ons were good, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Um, and I think you're right, Berra, because at times you see Berra up against his prep, you know, any any sort of forward, he'll come, and sometimes he'll, he'll give away a foul, but more often than not, he won't. He'll come over him. He'll actually be strong enough to get over the forward and get them, you know, and get ahead on the ball first. But no way could he do. I don't think I don't think he won Ali any of those against him yesterday. So I think you're right. I think he just tried to anticipate and thought, right, I'm going to get in front of him, and just got completely caught out. But great finish by Robinson, first time finishing. But yeah, I don't think the Paul should any blame to. Um, to, to Gergen there at all. And um, yeah, 2-1, Christ, deserved of. You well, know. Dave, just quickly to finish off on the goal, it's probably just worth saying that if Robinson makes that run um, and scores that goal, there's probably another 10 times in the game he makes that run and the ball just oh, gets said, headed, headed away. Yeah. yeah, Of course, yeah. It's, it's, it's anticipation, yeah. Good forward play. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Emmanuel comes <laughs> forward. He crosses into the back post. Pittman, nice chest down. Ball out to Lawrence. Crosses it in right-footed. This is a bit of a weird one. I think this is another example of their poor goalie because Dizel 
glances a kind of weak header, um, and he sort of flaps it, flaps it away, and it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it didn't. It was going right in the corner, though. So no power on it, though, was there? No, a bit more pace. There's a certain goal that was right in the corner. Needed saving, you know. So hey, probably the best thing he did. He got down and smothered it, pushed it away. And um, in shades of the QPR game again, Dave, let's do the equalising goal. It's exactly almost. (laughs) I mean, not not quite such a not quite such a thunderous shot, but um, replace skews good good work with perhaps Ward in the middle of the park who sort of turns and then plays a straight ball. <laughs> Literally, it's an identical ball. It's the same, the same, same. Left, foot, left foot on the half turn, uh, yeah, right, right, right foot to knock it ahead of you and then yeah. the shot. Yeah, yeah, and the shot. Um, soft one, wasn't it? I couldn't really believe it. I thought he'd gone in the side netting or something, but yeah, I think the keeper there went down in his storm instead. You don't get a, I saw it in a match of the day and you don't get a behind the goal or behind the, there is no, there's no quite. deflection, is there? No, no, no. It goes straight in. I mean, again, perhaps taken by surprise, hits it, hits it early, and um, yeah, I mean, good for, um, good for Lawrence. Who, do you know what? I didn't think had one of his better games yesterday, but two bits of, you know, two bits, say bits of magic, but yeah, two, two good goals. Can't, can't argue with that. Which Ben puts him onto what now? Five, four, five. Um, we'll four? do that in the extrapolation. <laughs> Okay, I've got sure, it down okay. d- further down. Running. Um, Tim Pashley says, um, "When will Tom Lawrence score a boring tapping? Will he be out injured next week with a sore back after carrying ITFC?" <laughs> well, yeah, okay, not, not quite sure about that, but uh, he's a player. He's a player, um, and fortunately, fortunately, I, I, this this came up yesterday. Unlike people like who went back. Um, Chelsea, I saw Chelsea recalled Aki, which is an example, from Bournemouth. Um, apparently, we can't. It has to be um, a total mutual agreement for Lawrence to return to Leicester. So, i.e., Leicester want him, Lawrence wants to go, and we want him to go, which ain't likely. So, no, I think he is ours till the end of the season. Wonderful. Well, no, I'll no, tell you what, tell you an example was um, Izzy Brown. Not not Aki, Izzy Brown. Chelsea recalled Izzy Brown from Rotherham and then put... and then. Farmed him out on loan to Huddersfield this week. Naughty. Um, just one more <laughs> quick bit of action. Um, Nudson, long throw from the right. Uh, <laughs> Berra flicks it on. Sears with a kind of overhead flicky thing. Straight at the keeper. Um, so, full time. I mean, I said, Dave, after about 65 minutes, didn't I? I said, or oh, after the second goal, whenever the second goal You was. said we wouldn't lose, didn't you? I said, we're not going to lose. It's going to be the same as the Rotherham thing. And it turned out that way. Um, I've got some quotes from Mick, um, if you will indulge me. Um, he says, <coughs> you okay? Yeah, just need a bit of water. Come on. Um, they overall were the better team and probably going away slightly peeved that they haven't won it. I think we all agree with that, don't we? Uh, far too easy we gave the goals up and if we keep doing that it's going to be a tough old season agreed totally uh, on substitutions because he didn't make any he says about the young kids it wasn't the game for them I got the best team on the pitch that was available to me I could argue Dougie but that would have gone down like a lead balloon now that's, ri- that's ridiculous well, I mean, he's, he's, for he's someone just, who says coming. yeah who says he doesn't listen to the fans why, why does he care then I don't know. And how can you say it's not the game for young players and then not put an experienced player on? But hey, Ben, we didn't dig him out at the match, did we? Why not? 
Oh, God, I was sat next to his wife, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you sat next to Mrs. McCarthy and, and uh, Mrs. TC, weren't we? We made a call after about 30 seconds. They would be... <laughs> That wouldn't be fair, would it? Um, can I just say, um, Mick kind of used that interview and went off on a bit of a tangent about Dougie getting booed at QPR, saying how he'd given his all. I'd, I'd just like to say, I was at the QPR game. I wasn't sat in with the Ipswich fans. They weren't booing Dougie. They were booing the substitution. They really, yeah, of course. There is a difference. Yeah. And the other thing, I'm not being... This isn't pedantry corner. He said Dougie's given his all and scored two goals against Norwich and Wolves that were disallowed. Murphy Murphy scored the disallowed goal against Wolves. He did. So yeah. if you're going to use your interviews, Mick, to have a pop at the fans, please get your... <laughs> Get your facts correct. Subscribe yeah, to ITFC Christ, they'll be, Player. He'll <laughs> be saying only fools and horses intro and outro is the same. What's he on about? Dear Rubbish. me. Um, what's your, uh, do you want to hear the tweets first, Dave, or do you want to give me your read on the game? Uh, go on. Hit me with some tweets, Ben. Hit me with your book of Rhythm. tweets. Tweets. Jete Dor Dick. Beats. Needs to rhyme with tweets. Tweet me. Tweet me. Tweet me. What are you doing? Um... Hit, <laughs> hit, hit me with your tweeting stick. Ah, oh, that's better, yeah, isn't it? Two that's fat right. persons, click, click, click. Ah, Thank yeah, you. Um, Daryl says, yeah. Mick McCarthy to win the Ballon d'Or. Um, PRB9 says, is there a song called Papering Over the Cracks? Just asking oh. for a friend. Uh, we've had some Facebook correspondence. Damien Thorne on Facebooks. Uh, am I the only one who laid in a dark room last night? Put their Boys of 81 DVD on silent and oh. listen to 10cc's I'm Not In Love on repeat. Oh, dear. That's... Not in love. Jesus, that's next stop reaching for the paracetamol and a bottle of scotch, that is. So don't forget. So would you do that one, Ben, in your repertoire? Just a silly face. Now, the thing with 10cc's... Uh, 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 10cc's a bit complicated, isn't it? Um, funnily enough, after Damien sent that message, I did... <laughs> I did go on Spotify and just randomly hit. Um, do you realise... They're brilliant. They're yeah, brilliant, they are brilliant. They? Uh, Wall Street yeah. Shuffle has got about 82 oh. different sections in it, though. That's why... Wall Street Shuffle. Yeah. Do, do. The Dean and I are quite like... They're, they're very... Yeah, very good. Good very Morning good. Judge is good, oh. isn't it? Yeah. Dear. Um, Dreadlock Holiday. Oh. Cool. Is this worse than Glenn Hoddle playing Sweeping for Swindon? The 10cc tangent? Tangent of the week. Anyway, <laughs> Kevin Major on Facebook... Uh, Hi, guys. After yesterday's new low, I think it's time for a change. I've always given Mick McCarthy benefit of the doubt, but for his own good, he needs to go. I do believe he's not been given the right backing like Keane, etc. did. I do still think he's a good manager, but it's gone past that stage uh, now. Marcus Evans now needs to come out and speak to the fans and not come out with some five-point plan. If he doesn't want the club anymore, come out and say, because that's how it comes across. If he does want to keep the club and Mick, give him some funds this transfer window to turn the corner and then more funds in the summer to give Mick a real chance next season. Maybe he'll make that change in manager in the summer. I don't know, but it's to the point now where the fans are losing patience. I know what it was like when McGiven was in charge. Yes, I was on the pitch protesting for him to be sacked too. They were dark days for the club, but this is now worse due to all the money in football and disparity. The Premier League is where we want to be, but it's more like League One where we're heading. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Anders Haywardson says... Marcus Evans Football Club will be delighted with the national exposure that the game has brought his club. 
great advertising. Uh, two more, uh, three more, sorry. Tim Williamson, it's just shocking that we can't do a job at home. One thing against the big boys, but against non-league, it's just awful. Um, it's an interesting one, Dave, because Nick always stands up for Mick, doesn't he? ITFC, awful today. Lincoln and their fans are excellent. Danny Cowley, future Ipswich manager, question mark. Uh, James Wait. Monk, I was embarrassed sitting in the pub yesterday chewing a late goal to snatch a draw. Well played, Lincoln. Please leave. Mick, Dave. We we met Danny. Well, met. We shook hands with Danny Cowley and congratulated him, didn't we, Ben? Where was he headed? Was he going to the? Board yeah, he was heading for his. Yeah, he was heading for his interview. Yeah, he was interviewed after the game. I tell you what, listening to him, he could have been. He could have been in Only Fools and Horses, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, the um, what what I was going to say, actually, what we didn't we didn't cover what what you missed to cover at two two. You missed my bit of commentary. <laughs> oh God, yes. So um. I missed that out, didn't I? What's the midfielder called? Wood, 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 Woodyard. Wood, Woodyard, great name. Wood, Woodyard or something. He's ex Braintree play. He's yes, one of the there's a big he, um... counter attack at the end, isn't there? And Woodyard yeah. is clear from halfway, but either has no pace or is knackered. And, and what did you, what did you do, Dave? Shit, 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 <laughs> shit. Which just forced me to just start guffawing with laughter. You know how I do. So basically, we're about to. The two ladies sat next to us are about to lose their livelihood if this guy scores. And you're just yelling out shit and I'm wetting myself laughing. That was a, that was a funny moment. And tell you, what great play by Josh Emmanuel there. That was superb play. Great, great cover. Got showed up. The guy was running and I think the guy was running on empty though, wasn't he? His, his legs were gone. He was like running on running in sand, wasn't he? And, he uh, was but great. Good play, for, good, good play because it would have been easy for, you know, to... Um, Give away a pen there, you know, Emmanuel just go you know, bum, bundling in and give away a penalty, but no, very, very good play. And I thought Emmanuel was the, certainly the pick of our back four yesterday, again. Um, what should we read on the on the whole game then, Dave? Oh dear, Ben, where'd you start? Um, they, were very, they were good. They were well, they certainly didn't look, all right, obviously the support must give them a lift, but they certainly didn't look like a non league side, did they? You know, I think, and that, and that shows, you know, you know, a few of them, and I don't know what the stat, stat man will, stat man will come up, although it's a non-ITFC stat, now that he'll, uh, he'll be able to come up with the stats that, you know, over the years, the, um, as to the amount of, you know, conference sides or National League One as it is now, um, that get promoted and go straight through League Two up into League One. I think there's been a few and I don't see any lead to football really but you know you'd imagine they'll more than more than hold their own in um if you know if and well they'll search for promotion but if and when they get promoted they'll more than hold their own in uh you know in lead two and, and probably stronger they, they look really well organized and obviously you know the manager and his brother two two young managers what are they 37 38 something like that There's um, a good, good energy about their their dugout as well isn't there love it would seem you know tactically very certainly tactically astute but uh, we should have been good enough to beat them, shouldn't we? Again, there was. I felt sorry for young Dizel again. The game passed him by. Last twenty minutes, perhaps, but that was maybe more to the fact that they were flagging a bit, which maybe will be an impact player. As yeah, and we said how well he did when he came out against Bristol City. Um, certainly, last twenty minutes, I thought he came into the game. He had a good shot. You missed that. Hang on, you, you've been a bit remiss. He had a really good shot first half, just wide. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. To, to be honest, Dave, I went through the BBC highlights. There's been no. Uh-oh. um there's no, been no okay. ITFC player no. highlights, yeah. So I haven't. Oh no, okay, case. yeah. Um, but I thought last 20 minutes he came into it, but the rest of the midfield Ward didn't really do a lot for me. Brew, not really. Um, there was no service. You know, 
we, we got away. I think we're lucky to get away with a draw there yesterday. I think we really were. Um, and if it wasn't wasn't for Lawrence's endeavour, we you know we would have been beaten. Um, here are comparisons with the Portsmouth lap, you know match. Just uh, you know two one down, really struggling. Our on loan star player <laughs> scores the equaliser late on to make it two two. So let's hope that history doesn't repeat itself and um, and we get a win at Lincoln rather than um, a rather disappointing um, hammering. It's two, Two one, it's two one away. When I mean, it made the Nile scored a humdinger, didn't you? I see you remember. Humdinger, yeah. And that yeah. game did for Malarchik, didn't it? That did for Malarchik. Um yeah, so I think they thoroughly, thoroughly on the balance of play yesterday, they thoroughly deserved their um their replay. And yeah, I, I would have hoped I say would have hoped, um would have thought there would have been a chance that, that might have been on telly. However, Plymouth bloody drew at Liverpool today, so I guess that's a shoo-in to be on telly, isn't it? Oh, if Klopp's involved, the cameras will yeah. follow him, won't they? Was it, and on that point, was it you who came out with a ridiculous stat about Man U yesterday? Yes, 55 <laughs> straight games um, televised in the FA Cup. We'll have to thank the Football Ramble for that one, though, yeah? OK, give uh, accreditation to that. Um, I don't know if you picked up on this today... Um, do you see we've been linked? Do you want me to do this now? We've we been linked with Will Griggs on fire. I did. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? But then, um, mid twenties is he? But then, um, Kieran, Kieran, my young lad, Kieran, um, then pointed out to me, "Oh, don't worry, Dad, that the source was the Sun, apparently." Okay. Um. Right. We'll do a roundup of sorts, Dave. We're going to do. Ooh. This is what we did last year. We'll do the championship teams, Beans. We. Kind yeah. of study them through the season. So otherwise, I've gone from, forever. Yeah, I've gone from top the to bottom, top of the table down. So, yeah. um, scarily, KL back for Brighton with a goal and, a, and an assist. He's not featured since September. He's had ankle surgery. He's been out four months. My God, that's not going to weaken them at all. Is it? And we're there on Valentine's Day, so he's got a few weeks to yes. get. Oh, am I going to that? That's a Tuesday night, isn't you get it? Divorced. Valentine's Day. Uh, well, when you've been married as long as I have, yeah, it's a good point. Actually. You've no, got to take Mrs. Work. D out. No, for, that's, yeah, you know. that's not going to work, is it? I, I, would, I would think a man of your calibre, you know, like Milsom's or something, you know? What, for what? For Valentine's, oh, Valentine's. Day. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't you get away, be, you know. Right. A man of your wealth I, can't get away I, with Prezzo or Pizza that's, Express, can that's they? That's a load of old balls, what you're talking there. <laughs> um, or I, I couldn't... I couldn't get couldn't get away with the budgie favourite Toby Carvery. <laughs> Weatherspoon, yeah. Oh mate, he is the Weatherspoon king. <laughs> Weatherspoon king. He's a member. Oh, brilliant, Dave. Brilliant. He, oh. he, budgie's he's, he's our mate, and he's he's the best in it. He is the Weatherspoon's king. You won't mind us saying this. He I just realised I need to king. do my tax return as well. So, oh, he's I your need, man for that. I need budgie's to be nice tax. To budgie. Um, budgie's, ac- budgie's accounting, see. Dave, it's the Ipswich Town transfer deadline day derby. It's Birmingham Ball 1, yeah. Newcastle 1. And the reason I yeah. say that is because after five minutes, it's Daryl Murphy with the goal. Yeah. And then, so he's him. the one that yeah. went out. And then the one who we were linked with, Lukas Jukovic, scores Jukovic. the equaliser. Yeah, he's, he's scoring goals, isn't he? He's seven. I mean, Bur- Birmingham are, but remember Birmingham seemed to score. It's him. Um, I think I said about seven or eight or something now. I think um, you're right, yeah. Zola crap. Yeah, show their depth for squad Newcastle. I mean, okay, they drew, but away. Hayden, Richie, Goufran, Gale, all on the bench. Bloody hell, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> finally, Dave, Reading have conceded the goal we've all been waiting for. The one where 
they play eight passes inside their own penalty box and then yeah, lose the ball one, one yard from goal. Um, about time. Yeah, about time. So, Reading are out, concentrate on the league. There you go. Um, how but, does feel? did you see, sorry, did you, are you talking about the last goal, which was, um, did you see that, was that the last one? Did you see the goals? The, the last one from Rashford? Yeah. Where um, Al Habsi did a last and Torre, ball hit his standard foot as he went to clear it. Yeah, that was what I was just talking about. Beautiful, yeah. Sorry, mate. Um, just an up, just an upshot of that. Good old, good old yap at Man U. Reading had fifty-five percent possession. Oh, <laughs> nice. And lost four 0 Brilliant. Um, yeah, love it. Uh, Huddersfield looked like they were taking yeah. the piss against Port Vale, didn't they? Um, Dave, on, have you got anyone ahead of David Wagner for your top performing manager in the league? Not probably. In the world. Chris Hewton. If he wins the league, Hewton, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, I think so. No, he's, he's they've done well. Cause, tell you what's been good about Huddersfield. They had that real dip, didn't they? Um, around about November time, yeah, I want to say. Three, they four on won. the trot they lost, didn't they? And yeah. they've, they've come back. Um, Jack Payne scored to Southend. I think he signed from Southend. I think we were loosely linked with him last season. Um, had Casey Palmer's got a player. They scored some again. really pretty kind of pacey goals yeah. don't they love it yeah, anyway um, right Leeds are away at Cambridge on Monday so we mm-hmm. can't talk about that uh, Borough 3 Sheffield yeah, Wednesday nil. Uh, Grant Lippett has scored um, right yeah. Dave you've got a choice of two here you've got either Derby winning at West Brom as the performance of the day or Wolves winning at Stoke so Derby um, was bent and in Thunderbastard bent giving that having that one um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, oh, I and... suggest you look at it. Um, good, good stat. I know it's a premier stat. Let me have my say. Matt Phillips, because I know you're stat, you're stat mad. Um, Matt Phillips, um, of West Brom's last twelve goals scored, he scored five and assisted six. My God, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, I, need, I, need an, I need an answer. Performance of the day. Uh, I'd say, Derby I'd say at West Brom at... or Wolves at Stoke. Looking at the strength of side, Stoke had a bloody good side out. So I'd say Wolves, actually. Okay. Uh, Blackpool nil, Barnsley nil. Moving mm. on. Crap. Uh, Norwich 2, Saints 2. Now, Norwich did some kind of weird boycott here. Um, and they draw very good crowds. And there was only 12,500. Is that Christ, is that what was there? Yeah. Um, Blimey. Some, some weird kind of boycott thing. Um, Naismith with the... Um, what, I, what, intent, what, for get rid of Neil, you mean, clearly? I don't I know. Some, oh, like that. Prices? I don't know. Norwich usually oh, yes, fair prices, price. but it was only 25 quid. And you consider mm. what Ipswich charge, you know. What do I pay for those bloody cushy seats up in the top of the Pioneers? 42 quid, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Cardiff 1, Ooh. Fulham 2. Brilliant. All I'm going to do is read you a quote from Neil Warnock. I struggled to get out of bed, and I oh, must admit yeah. I wasn't really excited about the prospect of playing the side I got to play in the mm. FA Cup. I knew the crowd would be low and I just hoped the fans would be all right with me and they have been. <laughs> Moving on. Typical more of it. 16. Um, Ryan Sessignon scored the winner. He's 16. 16. Yes, and remember, you're not allowed to say, like Norman Whiteside, you're not allowed to say Ryan Sessignon without saying his age. That applies right throughout his career until he's 35, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I saw Norman Whiteside on fantasy football the other, the other day and I said, look, he's 17-year-old Norman Whiteside. <laughs> um, Preston won. Arsenal to um, Preston losing in the last Mate. minute to the very manly Olivier Giroud. They seemed to play quite well in the first half, didn't they? Tell you what, they should have been out of sight. My God, that, yeah, they should have been out of sight. Um, another perhaps shout for a thunder bastard by Ramsey, but he's a Premier player, so it doesn't care. <laughs> 
Um, um, did did Daniel Ainsley, Johnson play well against Premier League opposition? He, he did okay. He did okay. Ainsley Maitland-Niles played 90-plus minutes. He was substitute near the end at right back and had a didn't play well, I think. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not, he's not great, is he? Um, uh, Villa, I, now, as I was typing this, they were losing at Spurs and Spurs never concede any goals. So I assume they're out, are they? Now they won 3-2. Incredible game. Um, they scored three goals. You'll believe it. Three goals in the last 15 minutes to win 3-2. That Amazing. Didn't, that didn't happen, did it? No, they lost 2-0. Yeah, right. I was going to say, I was typing it was 1-0. <laughs> uh, Brentford 5, Eastley 1. Um, we, we came out into the restaurant thing yesterday and I said, well, how many did Hogan score? Didn't even play. Could have had a hat said, ball, couldn't he? Now, cup, cup tie, Hogan doesn't play. Having said that, who's he... Who's he I think it was touted for West Ham. Well, that doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> yeah, um, right, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, apparently ten million price tag. Uh, Vibe scored twice, Dave. You've got that. I have, yeah. Uh, Rangers won, Blackburn two. So this is ITFC's next opponents against ITFC's previous opponents. Proves how bad QPR actually are because they both had um, fairly strong teams. Out um, Ipswich Town's Liam Feeney from last season uh, with the second from <laughs> really Rovers. really comp. Really comedy own goal by Joe Lynch. Yeah, that was unlucky. Clearance, clearance hit him on the head. Yeah, <laughs> that's just made me, made, me, made me giggle. Um, Dave, if you think it's bad being an Ipswich fan, check out this headline. Bristol City end a run of six consecutive defeats with a nil-nil draw against Fleetwood. <laughs> that's exactly what I've said. I said another, an- another, another poor result from up for under pressure Johnson, despite the likes of Abraham starting and people like that so that is not he's, he's got to be on borrowed time hasn't he oh, my god Dave I told you told, I told you ages ago didn't I uh, Wigan to Forest nil. it's a forest fire because Will Grigg is on fire oh, um, yeah. and Luke Chambers best friend Vilch Tor- with Tormenta yeah, yeah. Um, ring leader of the Tormentors there you go Statman that's a Morrissey album um, Watford to Burton nil in the yellow football shirt derby that probably won't do Burton any harm Get, get concentrate for, on the league, Dave. Concentrate bad, on the league. Bad for Luke Varney. Stretch it off. On, um, You're Oxygen. kidding me. In his first no, game? No, man. Yeah, collided with Pantillimon. What for keeper and um, stretch it oh, off. Pantillimon's like nine feet tall, isn't he? Stretch it off um, having oxygen. So hopefully yeah. cause, uh, hopefully he's fine. But um, yeah, I agree with, uh, with Burton. They've got bigger fish to... Can I just say... To, uh, Speaking of oxygen, right. if you want to do something fun this week, put Oxygen by Jean-Michel Jarre on your Spotify into your earphones. And then just... Yeah, but then just do stuff around the house. It becomes really magical. You start doing like stuff in... Seriously. Like what? Like Just like ma- making tea or whatever. I, okay, I might have been on drugs when I did this, but... Um, <laughs> Just, sure, you were hallucinating, weren't you? All the, no, seriously, try it. Put oxygen. Why is there a, why is there a hippopotamus in my kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Rotherham <laughs> 2, Oxford 3, um, and a goal for Danny Ward. Is that any interest to Mick or not, Dave? I think there's no, no story there again. Good goal, but yeah, they're rather a um, crap. And, and then, like I say, they've lost Izzy Brown now back to Chelsea. So Your sister's called Izzy, so. Dave. She is, but yeah. she's, she's, yeah... Back, back to Chelsea via... No, back to Huddersfield <laughs> She's via not Chelsea. a professional footballer. Um, she isn't. There's no extrapolation as such this week. But what I will say, Dave, is if we're counting all competitions, Tom Lawrence now has five goals and four assists, yeah. which is a total of Ooh. nine, which is equal to the six goals and three assists scored by one Ryan Fraser last season. Yeah, but Lawrence 
touch wood, big touch wood here. Thing about Lawrence is he doesn't. He seems to stay fit, doesn't he? Yeah, Fraser's was nine noteworthy things in fifteen games, which is outstanding. Yeah. I think Lawrence yeah. has played eighteen, possibly. I need no, to he's played a lot, hasn't he? I think he might have been sub early on in the season, but yeah, I think he's been virtually an ever present, certainly. In a lot of those players' defences, yeah. they had to play through that run where the team was rotten and didn't score for five games as well, in terms of their own personal stats. Yeah, he's he's doing well. And um, I saw on Twitter last night, you were, you were he was being championed by you for potential player of the season. Uh, well, I think that supporters... Material. Yeah, don't, they have this weird etiquette that they don't vote for the same guy two years running, which, you know, supporters have weird criteria for... They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it more emotionally than, than business-wise, yeah. don't they? And oh, I, if I they agree, think yeah, that yeah. Bart it's got it last year, who, who else is there? So, in my opinion, it's still Bart, but, yeah, he's the only... <laughs> at this moment in time, he's the only possible um, Yeah, Webster's had a bit of a bad couple of weeks, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, hope he, uh, hope he uh, comes good again. I'm sure right. he will. CV game, Dave? Yeah, CV game, yeah. Go right, on. you ready for this? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six clubs. Ooh. Six clubs. Now, I will warn everyone, if you know oh. this first club, you're going to get a hole in one. Oh, no, it's not another Alexis Sanchez, is it? Damn. It might Go be, on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the CV game, the rules are a professional footballer. Um, I read out their clubs and you have to name the footballer. Um what are you doing? I'm clicking a bubble top in anticipation of getting it in one. In anticipation, like Theo Robinson anticipating a Christoph Berra back header. Here we go. Right, first club, Defence Force. What the f- What? Club number no, two. Well, no, back, back, back. Say that first club again. Oh, then people can Google it. Defence Force. If I tell no, you where they're from, you'll get it. Uh, this is a made-up made footballer. Shut up. Go on. Next club, Wrexham. From Go Wrexham on. to Luton. Oh, I've got it. From Luton to Sunderland. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, we know. From Sunderland to Ipswich Town, Dave. And from Ipswich Town to Pat's favourite club, Millwall. Yeah. Right, I will say this time, Defence Force of Trinidad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on to Wrexham, Luton, Sunderland, Ipswich Town, 166 games and a captain and then on to Millwall who is it Dave? Carlos Edwards and some thunder bastards amongst those so if you knew that Defence Force were from Trinidad you would have got a hole in one on that one wouldn't you so anyone who's played football manager and ever signed Carlos Edwards uh, that was not me then Defence Force Defence okay. Force was his first mm-hmm. professional club and uh, Wrexham I, I checked a reader's Wikipedia um Signed Hector Sam and some other Trinidadian for um, two hundred fifty thousand pounds, all in all in one go. Um, and also, there's some comment that his previous team, his semi-pro team, was with Kenwin Jones. As well. yeah, I think so. Good player, when he Afle- athletic. Um, here's, oh, Carlos. Here's renegade stat man Dave. Um, mm. I, did he not go? I don't think he went, did he? Because he texted us no, saying, "Which way are we kicking?" Pro- Protest when he's yeah, he's a dirty it? protest, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the renegade stat man is basically our hero, um, and he, you can find him at chompx3 on Twitter. He is the ITFC stat guru, and here's what he says this week. This is his stat of the week. Um, 
You know what, lads? I could save myself a lot of time each week by just cutting and pasting my previous week's email preamble. I'm struggling to say something new that isn't along the lines of clueless Mick McCarthy, leave my club. Anyway, you all know my views and I'm not going to bore you with them on this excellent podcast. Thanks, Statman. Um, if you can't get enough of my views and stats, then you know where you can find me on Twitter, at ChompX3. Uh, so let's get down to this week's stat. We all know Mick can't win an FA Cup game, but he also has a worrying trend of doing badly at the start of a new year. Mick hasn't won the first game of the calendar year since he joined Ipswich. In fact, he hasn't won the second game in each year he's been with us either. For the record, number of games at the start of the year Ipswich failed to get a win in 2013 was five, two draws and three losses. Uh, 2014 was five, also two draws and three losses. 2015, three, one draw and two losses. 2016 was two, two draws, not so bad. 2017 is also two, currently one draw and one loss. In fact, in 2013, the first game we won was in the month of February. It was against Borough. We won 4-0. Mick wasn't even oh, yeah. in the ground. TC was in charge. Marvellous stuff. I remember. I remember. But here's a positive outlook for the Blackburn game. In the last 15 home games against Rovers, Ipswich have won nine, drawn five, and lost only once. That loss was back in November 1994, where Town lost 3-1 to the eventual Premiership winners, Memories of the SAS strike force come flooding back. A repeat yeah. of that result on Saturday will surely see Mick thrown out of the window of the <laughs> last chance saloon. Peace and love, renegade Statman. Oh, that's not good, is it? Well, we'll see. I think it's the right game to um, end the New Year hoodoo. Um, speaking of the Blackburn game, Dave... Um, Martin Dye says, the next two games are crucial. In all seriousness, they are this time. Hashtag bingo card. Um, right, let me give you some information, Dave. Um, and then you can tell me what's going to happen. Uh, Blackburn lay 22nd in the table. That's the final relegation spot. They have 24 points from 25 games. That's less than one point per game. You'll uh, figure out quite easily. Last two games, however, though, they drew with Huddersfield and beat Newcastle, which is Ridiculous. pretty impressive. Uh, they've got one ever-present, which is Jason Steele in goal, although in their midfield, Conway, Lowe and Marshall are not far behind. Uh, joint top scorers here, Graham and Gallagher, both have nine. Graham actually has seven in his last ten. Um, Blackburn are managed by magnificent idiot Owen Coyle, who you has like managed Coyle, Falkirk, St. Johnston, Burnley, Bolton... Wigan, Houston Dynamo, maybe Daryl can fill us in on that one, um, and then came to Blackburn. Dave, what's going to happen? They're a funny one. They've won two two games in the, in the last eight, both 1-0 at, um, well, at, and at home to Newcastle, incredibly. Um, and they are showing some signs, you know, winning, winning the cup yesterday. Um, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I think I see a draw. Really? I hate to say it. I see a draw. I do. If McGoldrick's out as well, which by all accounts he will be. However, who's to say we're not going to pull a couple of gem signings out of the hat this week to appease us all? Oh my goodness! Well, um, give, so, us, give us a lift. I mean, that would give everyone a lift if we did, you know. But so you said, look. First things first. He's not going to go back to three-five-two, is he? No. Um, no. In which case, Chambers will be back at right excuse, back. Excuse him. Skews will be back. Skews will be back in midfield. Will it be yeah. Dezel or Brew with Skews? 
don't know. Um, or Dougie. No, it won't be Dougie, but based based on yesterday, I hate to say it, maybe maybe Brew, maybe you know, as as, as it is at the moment with Dazelle. I mean, okay, we all hark back to the Robson days. You know, doesn't matter how if you're good enough, doesn't matter you know how old you are, but you know, maybe as an impact player against Bristol City, and he did come on strong last 20 minutes yesterday. Maybe Dazelle is at this moment better suited to coming off the bench, but um, I'd like to see him play. But maybe he is. Um, so yeah, perhaps Brew. Although he didn't really do much yesterday, but none of them missed so it, did, did it. Other given than that McGoldrick's out, the front two will be Pittman and Sears. The only real... Well, as far as we know. Yeah, the only real choice will be Brew, Brew or Dazelle, won't it? Yeah. 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 There we go, if we think it's back yeah. to the two. Um, so, um, I think we've done it, Dave. That was all fairly think... painless today, wasn't it? Nothing's broken. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Benjamin... Where can we follow Dave at Da 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 Da? Da Da Da, da, da at David Diamond 3. Um, on Facebook, like uh, Damien and Kevin did, you can uh, yeah. get us over there, uh, facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Um, iTunes is your place. Um, if you do that, then give us a five-star review and a nice comment. The podcast now should be back to normal and will land in your mobile telecommunications device at midnight every Sunday night slash Monday morning. Um, and our partners this year, uh, providers, are Acast, so you can listen through there. Um, we do get a bit more of a little tickle of the ball sack on the advertising <laughs> if you do it through Acast. So if you want to download the Acast app, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to tickle David Diamond. <laughs> through, through the, excuse me. Don't put that out. Don't, don't put that out. You, you said Cole, excuse me then, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't put that out. I'm only joking. Um, yeah, get the Acast app. Um, Dave, do you want to do the sign-off this week? I'm I think I'm going to fall asleep. Will Cup prices had a score. Whoa. God rest cookies. Oh, you need to do your vocal. Cookies vocal Street. Say man need big cookie street. Say Bang. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.